Hello, this is Dally Dell on this uh, wonderful Tuesday. Good morning, this is Dally Dell on this. Uh, hello, this is Dally Dell on this lovely Tuesday. Well, it's been at least a week since my last podcast. Um, today's podcast is entitled Vaccination, Yay or Nay? Well, I'm going to dive right in. Uh, we know right now we're in a season of uncertainty because of the situation with the virus. We know that the vaccine is out there for all of us, you know, who's interested in getting it. But at the same time, you still have your concerns. You know, you still have some anxiety about the vaccine itself. Even though, you know, we've come a long way this year compared to last year. Praise God for that. We have come a long way. Uh, But at the same time, you still have your concerns about getting the vaccine. And we know it's a necessity for older people. We know it's a necessity for those with underlying health issues. But then you can't help but wonder, you know, will this vaccine, you know, will make me sick? where I'm actually experiencing some of the same symptoms that I would if I had caught the virus. And then you have your um, situation right now with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you know, which was one and done. But then you heard about, you know, the different, you know, adverse side effects from that, you know, which, which was deadly to some people. So, you know, there's a major concern about, you know, where we are right now with the vaccine itself and where we are as far as getting the vaccine because we know it's a conscious effort and we know it's a choice and we know that it's we understand it's a necessity but you don't know what it's going to do like I guess you know any other thing that's new um, hadn't been on the market that long but you just pray and hope for the best that you know it doesn't do you more harm than good and I'm sure a lot of people felt that way Um, you know, that had those severe or deadly side effects, you know, from the Johnson & Johnson. So it's it's a lot to take in. It's a lot for us to endure. Right now, the season that we're now in, this, you know, this COVID season, this pandemic season that we're in, it's a lot for everyone involved. And uh, we know certain jobs, you have to get it, you know, for those Uh, you know, first responders, those in the health field, police officers, firefighters, or whomever, EMTs, we know that it's a necessity for them. And I'm sure they have their concerns too, but what do you do when your back is up against the wall where you may not feel as though that you want to get the vaccine at this time? You may want to wait and see how this thing goes and, and just see how it plays out a little bit and, you know, just still try to be as, um, safe as you possibly can with it um you know and also just using good common sense you know to what you know what we had been doing ever since last year not taking any risks and not taking anything for granted because at this time now you know a lot of younger people are getting uh the virus and all the strains it was not getting it you know as the regular COVID you know for that particular age group as of last year so there's a lot to keep in mind But uh, as I mentioned, you know, when you're in a situation where your job really is forcing you to get it or you have to get it before returning to work. So it it is getting to a point where it seems like it's being 
forced upon you, even if you still have some doubts about it. And as I said, you have your own, you know, your doubts, you have your own concerns. And as I said, it should be a personal decision. But a lot of places are not making it that way, especially um, in some of the workplaces. It's almost like if you don't get it, it's going to become a hostile, you know, workplace uh, because you're going to feel, you know, guilty like it's you know like it's a guilt trip if you don't get it um I myself I don't have it yet uh I'm still thinking about it believe me I'm still praying on it and I just thank God for keeping me and my family as long as he has you know during this pandemic time because it's nothing but the grace of God for those of you that have been still safe and healthy give God the praise for it because it is a blessing that he has held you and kept you this long and he has built a hedge of protection around you and your family because that's a lot to uh, be considered it really is so we gotta you know give credit gotta give praise where you know where it's due to God for building a hedge of protection over you and your family and um it's still scary, of course, because it's still there, you know, still out and about. People still catching it. So it's, it, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it's out there for people that really felt as though they didn't have to worry about it at that time. You know, you really do, you know, because it's here. And it's like it's really not going anywhere anytime soon as long as we keep taking, you know, we keep taking risks. So if we, as we mentioned, as they say, if we don't get vaccinated. But I think a lot of it has to do with using good common sense, too, and wearing the mask and still protect yourself when you are, you know, in, um, you know, in, you know, enclosed in small spaces with a lot of people for a very long time. You still have to because it's still an issue of how long that you may have been in there with this, these people, you know, the, the group of people, how long that you've actually been in that, that space with them. That had, you know, then that has a lot to do with it too. So that's why they say putting a mask on is very important. So pretty much now people are in and out, you know, go to the store, get what you have to get, and they're out. You know, people not lingering because we're not in a position at this time to want, you know, want to linger for for too long, you know, in the stores. You don't know really who has the vac, you know, you don't know who has the vaccine. You can't look at a person and assume, you know you know, that they have, that he or she has the vaccine by looking at them. So you really have to be very careful with what it is we're doing. But, uh, I, you know, it's just a lot of pressures of getting the vaccine. Now, my mom, she doesn't have it yet. She has her concerns, just like everyone else, you know, it's something new, and you know, and, and a lot of research has, you know, may have been on it, but it was put on the market, you know, very soon. And, uh, you know, so we're getting, you know, those that we are exposed to getting the vaccine or whatever. But, you know, we're guinea pigs because we don't really know how this thing is, is going to work. You know, we pray and hope for the best. But uh, it's new. So anything that's new and that they're doing these trials on, you, you know, we're like, you know, we're guinea pigs. So we're just seeing how it works and, you know, praying that, uh, you know, that you don't have a severe side effects from it. So, um I know people that, you know, um, were cancer survivors, you know, they said after they got it, they were in a fog, uh, maybe by the second vaccine. It could have been both, but, you know, they said they would feel like they was in a fog, extremely tired. Uh, I have someone in my family that 
um, is on dialysis three times a week. So it really, you know, it, it, it really had uh, had her down for a couple of days or maybe uh, maybe a week after the Bible, just very, very sluggish, you know, uh, didn't have a lot of energy, you know, because, of course, we know with dialysis, that's a very serious uh, treatment anyway, you know, moving all the blood, putting, putting the blood back in you, and that's uh, very draining in itself, but to have that, you know, getting the vaccine right on top of it, you know, that had really... Um, had affected, you know, her in that, you know, that sort of way where she did not feel well and she had to get all the rest she could possibly get because I guess she probably felt like she probably was having, you know, like, uh, you know, probably, you know, more more related to, uh, you know, flu-like symptoms. So um, I just pray, you know, for everyone that is getting it and I pray for those that, you know, on a job when they're in a situation where they you know, they, they may feel differently about it, you know, but to know that, you know, some of the jobs are really, uh, as you say, you know, pretty much, um, you know, they have you, you know, have your hands behind your back pretty much if you want to return to work and this and that. And who knows, it may get to the point where they may even say, well, you know, you either get the vaccine or, you know, or, you know, you can't come back to work. So that's a lot of things, you know, it's almost like the same situation a lot of the teachers were put in, you know, from a lot of the states. Uh, If they didn't get the vaccine, you know, a lot of the teachers had, you know, lost their teaching licenses, you know, and I said that's, you know, that's a really stiff penalty for someone that may have taught maybe 20, 30 years and know that you can't even have, um, you know, that you can't even have a decent pension because you decided not to work you know, go back to work during the, you know, this pandemic time. And of course, uh, they were concerned for their families, you know, which was rightfully so. They probably had people in their families that have died from COVID, which we know that that's a lonely death, you know, for people where your families are not even there to see you and be by your bedside. You know, you're alone during this terrible time. So, they don't know what people have endured, and they have to take that into consideration. Because if these people have endured any, you know, anything like this, of course they see what it can do to families. That you know, that's a very intense and uh, you know um, dramatic, you know, situation where they say, you know, there's post, you know, traumatic, uh, post-traumatic stress um, disorder. We know about the, you know, the PTSD. But now they're saying there's a, you know, post-COVID stress disorder, too, within a lot of people. So uh, it's just a lot to consider because you you say to yourself, you know, um, will it get to that point where, you know, in churches and other places, you know, that's going to open up, you know, back up, you know, to full capacity with the public? Uh, You know, are you going to be deemed as... uh, you know, the outsiders, because for those that are not vaccinated, you know, uh, when the church is open up again, are they going to force people to not come to church because you're not vaccinated? So it's just a lot to think about because you say to yourself, okay, is this the, you know, um, you know, the have, you know, the vaccines, those that have the vaccines and those that do not, it's going to be a have and the have nots, you know, situation. So there's a lot to, to really think about because when you hear about it, 
And when they mention so much about the vaccine, you know the importance of it, but you're just thinking, if I don't get it, you know, does that make me a bad person? Does that make me seem as though, you know, that I'm not a game, you know, that I'm not a team player? And um, as I say, you know, everybody should have a right you know, to get it, and, and, you know, and they're, you know, and that decision, I feel as though that it should be respected and taken, you know, into consideration, and I feel as though if you decide not to get it at this time, I don't think that, that, you know, that, that deems you as a bad person. I think it's just, you're just being, um, you know, you just have your guard up, and, you know, and and you're just being careful, you know, you just want to, say, okay, I want to see how long this thing has been out before I, you know, before I take a chance on it. And I feel as though you have the right to to do so. But, um, you know, in the seasons that we're in, as I said, a lot of anxiety. This is definitely a season of uncertainty among so many people. And so many people are having trouble with coping with the current changes. Um, I have a friend that uh, she wanted to have her sister's uh you know funeral at the funeral home and she was unable to do so because they were backed up until maybe like the middle of may uh maybe toward the end of may and of course she didn't want to wait that long of course to bury her you know to have her sister's funeral but she said the funeral director said they were backed up with so many people because you know there have been of course if the people have not passed away from COVID or other things you know we know that COVID is the main issue now because that's the main, um, how can you put it? You know, that's the, you know, that's the big, you know, big thing that's out here right now. That's the big C right now. But we know that people still dying from cancer. We know people still dying from diabetes. We know people still dying from heart attacks and strokes. You know, these things are still going on. But we know that the COVID right now, you know, we know that that's the common denominator of what, you know, illnesses that people are now getting. But we know that cancer is something that's still going on, even though all the research and money that these people have received throughout the years is still, you know, running rapid, and they still have not found a cure. So we just pray that they will eventually find a cure, you know, for cancer, you know, that's affecting so many people, as well as like the COVID, you know, pandemic. We pray that they will be able to... uh, you know, get a handle on this thing, and the research will be able for them to find find a cure. You know, especially for cancer in children, leukemia, and whatever else that brain cancer, whatever you know else that's going on, for those that you know may have cancer, melanoma. That's another issue. The skin cancer, and uh, just all of it. You know, but we know these are major factors. But we know people have, uh, as I said, has a difficult time in coping which a lot of people have committed suicide. So that's what the funeral director said. A lot of people are committing suicides. There's a lot of suicides. We know the suicide rates are up. So, um, you know, just want to say for those that are still dealing with this, you know, as I said, it's still something to take in. I don't think we'll ever get used to it, but I guess we'll have to adjust to it as much as we can in the I guess the best way we can in a healthy way of, of trying to cope, you know, if it's not, you know, um, calling into a helpline, like they mentioned, you see on TV advertisements for 
a helpline to help you cope for the, you know, for depression. But just try not to suffer in silence, you know. They have just like if you're, you know, if you may have had issues of being on drugs sometime in your life. And, you know, this is, you know, this particular situation that we're now in, this crisis that we're in right now has gotten you to the point where you, you know, may want to use again. You know, those cope, coping mechanisms, you know, places where you can call for help. You know, you see them on TV as well. You see commercials about that for addiction. So reach out to, you know, to people that can help you, you know. Uh, you know, call, you know, call those places that you know can help. Call friends and family. Anyone that can help, you know, try to find some sort of support system where somebody knows what's going on with you because you don't want to suffer in silence, which we do so many times. It's, you know, so many things we, that we do. But we're talking about these really serious issues where you, you know, for people not to have to, uh, you know, choose, you know, the, uh, the worst way, you know, to get out of a situation. So to avoid situations where people, you know, where you're gonna, you know, commit suicide, and where you're going to use drugs, just call, you know, call these hotlines, look for help, reach out to someone that you trust and that they can help you and pray for you and try to, you know, and, you know, try to get you, you know, during these rough times. Because the rough is only mental because it's in, of course, it's in our head, it gets in our spirit and it, it controls our mind, controls our mindset. So you definitely want to build a strong foundation, you know, of prayer, you know, get to know how to pray, get to know how to open the Bible and just ask the Lord to help me, Lord, help me hang in there because times is hard. And if anybody can help you, you know, you can always call on Jesus no matter what. The Lord is always there with you. That's one, you know, that's one person that you know is not going to let you down because he's the same way then, now and forevermore. So just keep that in mind. But I just wanted to just, uh, you know, just wanted to leave this word with you today and uh, say that we're just hoping for the best. We're hoping that, as I said, we won't be singled out, you know, from the people that don't have it and the people that do, where they're going to separate us so we won't be able to do certain things because we have not been vaccinated. And just hope that it doesn't, you know, get to that point. I remember seeing some uh, movies, you know, that was, you know, that was, um, they may have had them filmed like for maybe 20, you know, like 20 years in advance of what's going to happen. You know, where you get the police looking for certain people that, you know, that may have a virus or what have you. And if they haven't been vaccinated or if they have had the virus, you know, they would come to your house, look for you, you know, and then they want to put you in some, you know, quarantine camp or something. So you just, you know, you say hope and pray that the times that we're in, that's not something we have to worry about. We're there. You know, CDC is coming after people that have not been vaccinated. You know, that they feel as though that these folks, you know, may impose some kind of threat because you're not vaccinated yet. So we just hope and pray it does not come to that. But we know we're living in some perilous times. We're living in some crazy times. So, um, you know, just pay attention to what's going on. And, of course, stay in prayer. Because that's the main thing is uh, paying attention. You know, these are the times when you have to pay attention to so many different things. Just the littlest thing you have to pay attention and stay in prayer. 
that's going to help us get through a lot of what's going on, you know, today in this in our society, how things is going with the pandemic and the unemployment and so many other crazy things that's going on. And as I said, in um, health issues, you know, and death, as we know that there's been a lot of that on the rise, not only with the virus, but as I mentioned, for those people that are, you know, suicidal. So we just pray and we just hope for the best of everybody. But we, we're in, as I said, we're in it together. So try not to go through it by yourself during this pandemic time. Try not to suffer alone. Do not suffer in silence. You know, pay attention. Use good common sense. You know, keep doing what you've been doing, what you've been doing last year. And, and above all else, stay in prayer. And ask God for help above everything else that you see. You know, know that God is in it. And, um, you know, we've gotten this far. You know, that's why we've been blessed with stimulus checks or what have you, just to help us through this. So we thank God for that because we know it wasn't nothing but God because they didn't want to give us nothing in Congress. But we got it by the grace of God. So just keep holding on. Keep the faith. As I said, stay in prayer. Pay attention. And just say, Lord, help me hang in there. And he knows above, he knows what's going on just like we do. And, uh, you know, he's getting us through it a little at a time because there's still a reasons to celebrate through all of this. There's people still getting married. He may not have the big wedding with all the people like they wanted to, but people still getting married and people definitely still having babies. You know, in this pandemic, people still getting pregnant, you know, and still having babies. So that's reason to rejoice, you know. So there is hope through all of this, and there is light at the end of this tunnel. We just have to pay attention enough to see it. Some things are still working out, you know. Jobs are opening up slowly, but sure, we know a lot of people still, you know, out of work. We know a lot of people still unemployed, but a lot of positions are now opened up that they did have state freezes on or government freezes. I'm one of those people that's still waiting. I've had a, a couple of interviews. I'm just waiting to hear something, you know, final from them. So keep me in prayer as well. So I just wanted to say to you, um, be blessed, be safe, be happy, and as always, conquer your day.